0: They are coming okay. in more like a semicircle around the uh, attackers, and then we will close in uh, once they are close enough. Okay. Or, or a semicircle around the, de- the defenders. Uh, so you have a few rounds to do some stuff, to bolster some stuff. You already gave a pretty inspiring speech, but is there anything else that you want to do before uh, we go into okay. initiative?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I am going to <laughs> Um... I love
0: you know dungeons and dragons. Oh, you do. Dragons.
2: Dragons. I'm gonna summon
1: the eternal dragon. Sue Evans for not having
2: a dungeon. A oh no.
1: Uh, uh, I'm gonna cast armor of Agathis on myself. All right. Um, give myself ten temporary hit points. Um, and if anything were to strike me, uh, they would take cold damage. Uh, yeah, cool. You know uh, what I'll do.
0: I'm also gonna do this. Yeah, that's do it. Enough. Uh, you see, in this moment, as Rel uh seeing the crackle bolt scimitar, Avra will come up and just lightly tap two fingers against it. Uh, mm-hmm. and just for the duration of this fight, uh, the damage increase. Uh, the the scimitar will do a d6 of slashing and two d6 of lightning. Ooh, oh, sick! Yeah, just add a little bit of extra damage to it. Okay,
1: fun. All right. Um, I don't Ooh, really a have a little needs of changing that, so just I will try and do my best to remember. Uh, yeah, and. I think that's pretty much going to do it for his uh, pre-game casting. I think he is going to give also bardic inspiration towards um, the archer guy. Not, not the Chris's. The uh, uh, the, ranger, the new ranger. Yes, Bren. Uh, no,
0: the kid. No. The kid.
1: Just remember, destiny awaits.
0: Uh, he... Uh, salutes you in his far too heavy armor and just goes fuck this uh, and undoes like clasps and the breastplate falls off uh, and you just see remaining are like massive pauldrons and the gauntlets which those ones seem to fit and he has taken quite a right see
1: that seems way more reasonable I mean, yeah that's no, a lot no, no, better yeah right now just stay behind cover as much as you can yep mm-hmm. just don't get hit
0: and he climbs up onto a rooftop <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I got a- That'll do it.
1: Uh, (laughs) I think is gonna get ready, you know, kind of take position up
2: towards uh, the front.
0: All right. Would everybody do me the favor of rolling initiative?
2: Well, hot damn! Right before initiative, could Q do one last thing out in the forest while waiting? Yeah. Q takes out uh, a handful of his favorite coffee beans, Mm -hmm. lays them on... (laughs) No. Lays them on the ground, and just writes a very quick little note, sorry I called you a rodent, Q, uh, and leaves it there for Nutmeg to get at some point.
0: Okay. Uh, and that's it. Alright. I really thought you were going to say you were going to crush him up and just snort him like crack. Just, no. Ah, just
2: co- he, he's still getting uh, withdrawals from uh, the coca plant, so he... <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, take two more le- no. Uh, <laughs> Freaking no. <sighs> levels
0: of exhaustion. Uh, Please, don't do this. Uh, no, you're fine. Just go ahead and roll initiative for me, and tell me what that initiative is if you would be oh so kind.
2: Who mm. uh, uh, got a whole ten?
1: Uh, twenty-two for Alistair.
2: Uh, it's gonna be—is uh, initiative a skill check?
0: It is. Definitely. Ability
2: check? Yes, it is an ability check. Uh, so I have disadvantage, which means I get a seven.
0: Okay. And what did Hoon get?
2: A whole ten.
0: Okay. Let me.
2: This episode of Forever DMs is sponsored by Eli's Dad, best calligraphy skills on the East Coast. I mean, if you need ironically nicely, enough, he's calling like, right did now. <laughs> he's, he's like, did you do? Did you do my ad read yet? He's actually calling. <laughs> we spoke his name three times, and it's true. <laughs> and he and he was summoned. Yeah,
0: <laughs> from the aether, did he arrive?
2: Uh, do you need to take that?
3: No, I'm I'm good. You know, it's, right. he knows that sometimes I can't pick up. But that was uh, honestly
0: like that was, that was the whole thing. Yeah, that, that was the whole thing.
1: We <laughs> no. dad
0: at the top of initiative with a natural twenty.
1: Oh, question, DM. Yeah. Actually, before we uh-huh. get into that, did we unlock any a different? I know we're we're. I'm sorry to divert. And no, no, no,
0: no. This is you. You have the you have the same uh you have the same command abilities that you had last time. You have uh, okay, scare them off and fight back as well as run, hide, run and or hide behind
1: behind me. me. Okay, do okay. You want, would you sure. like a
0: refresher of what they do?
1: Uh, so I have run and hide. It gives disadvantage on attack rolls versus villagers. Yes. Uh, behind me, uh, enemies have advantage on attacks against you, but disadvantage on villagers? No. no. They yes? they
0: get advantage on attacks against you, and you get advantage on all attacks for the rest right. of the turn.
1: Okay. Uh, fight back, make an attack at um, attack roll using con- uh, constitution and proficiency. Mm-hmm. Attacks deal uh, 1d8 for every two. Yep. Uh Per roll and scare them off make a charisma attack roll plus proficiency if it hits the target must make a route check
0: and there you go you got it all right okay so now moving into the top of initiative with a yes. natural 20 Ugh. the bards oh, oh bards. no Hey. unlucky but they are dangerous and you realize immediately why they use such loud and not percussive but droning instruments As the horn and the pipe start to play and you feel the very ground beneath you start to shake. And Alistair, are you among the front lines? Where are you in position?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of, again, I'm kind of had positioned myself towards the front again so I can unleash Necrotic Shroud when they got close enough.
0: Right. Um, So,
1: So, yeah, I'm kind of right up in the front.
0: Uh... I need you to make a constitution saving... Sorry, two constitution saving throws.
1: Oh, good. Uh, well, that's a 12 on the first, and mm-hmm. a- an 11 on the other. Oh, Grand.
0: no. Can't win them all. Uh, so, let me go ahead and make sure that I'm getting this right here.
2: Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: Oh. There we go. Okay, great. That is what I thought.
2: Uh, while Evan's doing that, can you roll initiative for Lucky, please?
1: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lucky has, I guess, a plus two. It's just mm-hmm. their dex bonus. Uh, <laughs> they have a six. Yeah. Oh, yay.
0: <laughs> nice. So, Monkey. Alistair, you take 22 points of thunder damage. Oh! As you feel the ground beneath you ripple and break and oh. stone... Or what, are you still up?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, Uh, no. I mean, I had temporary hit points first.
0: No, it's just the way you said "whelp." I was like, "Uh oh." Uh, Well, you see, hit points are gone. So you see, cobble flies from the streets, stones eject from the pathway as the ground itself vibrates beneath you. In the same way that like a car will vibrate when you turn the volume up too high and you're blasting Mm. a song with heavy bass, and you feel the world start to shake, and you take this thunder damage, and you see a lot of the villagers do as well for a moment and the ground ripples and a lot of them fall and the lines are disrupted before you hear a voice crystal clear and pure cut through the din
1: Hell yeah!
0: and <laughs> beginning her song you see Pella steps out from behind the building and starts to sing and surrounding her slowly pushing back against the tremors caused by the bards the ground stabilizes just enough for you to stand on and some of the villagers are able to stand back up Others fell, unfortunately, on top of weapons and are moving away from the opening. Uh, But your lines are strong enough to hold as a counter-charm is being pressed out by Pella. Wow. Uh, (laughs) And that is the bard's turns. Uh, You are in front of the lines, and the Mm -hmm. melee ones will close next turn. Okay. On their turn.
1: Gotcha. So in that case... um, You can
0: also just hold your turn if you want to do something as they approach.
1: But I also do have... You know, warlock gun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. Um, so, who do we got? Can I see any of the archers or even the bards? In yes, a, you can. In you a hundred and twenty the... foot range.
0: Absolutely, they are all within a hundred twenty foot range.
1: Good. Uh, so I'm actually going to because I know the archers. I think what's her face is the Avra and the Chris are going to go for the bards. I'm going to target um, one of the archers.
0: Okay. With a pair of eldritch blasts, it uh, makes some attack rolls. Ooh, that is a twenty-four. Uh, 24 twenty-four, gonna hit, yeah. Okay, and that's
1: gonna be yeah. uh, seven points of force okay. damage on the first one. Alright. Uh, sixteen. Uh, that'll hit. Hooray! I'll just uh, it. Uh, and thirteen points of force damage. So twenty total. Yes. Great.
0: You uh, stand in front. What does your Eldritch Blast look like?
1: I think for, like, a moment, because, like, he's still holding the Crackerbolt Scimitar in one -hmm. hand and, like, the shield in the other. So, like, I think he's just kind of, like, you see the kind of whispery, like, shrouds, like, almost looks like, um, kind of skulls, like, with, like, smoky shadow shrouds, like, kind of pouring off of them. Just kind of wisp up, like, kind of into his clenched fist that he then levels forward, and just a pair of kind of, like, the shrieking spectral skulls come rushing out from the chomp down onto uh, this archer.
0: You see, one slams into this archer's shoulder and another into his ribs, and they start gnawing at his body. and You can see, like, spectral chunks of flesh start to vanish as these skulls just consume him, <laughs> send him <laughs> to the astral plane. Uh, consume! Consume! <laughs> yummy, yummy. And you can see, like, send him to the shadow realm. Yeah. You can see blood starting (laughs) to seep from the wounds, but the archer is still standing. Okay. Not down.
1: And uh, I guess bonus action, I'm going to give Bardic to um, Avra. Okay. Uh,
2: DM. Yes? Quick question for Hoon and Q in the grand scheme of things. Are we, like, hidden behind? Are we far away? What is You are hidden behind as close as you want to be.
0: Alright. Good knowledge for me. Definitely close enough to do
3: something. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh
2: Q is just kind of just dead eyes staring at Alistair from like a treetop um <laughs> above everyone. <laughs> and it's just kind of like in, in like the leaves, kind of just with his bow out, just waiting for the signal of any kind. Uh would that confer for um Q and who to have held actions on uh any signal from Alistair? Uh mm,
0: I will assume- say having
2: Having needed to
0: actively, like, pursue and follow behind the raiders, I won't mm-hmm. let you get held actions.
2: Okay, cool.
0: All
1: right. Oh, uh, actually, for my, can I give a command? Does anyone mind if I give a command phase? Go for it. Uh,
0: We're right. hidden. Do it. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Do it.
1: Um, hmm.
0: You could also have done the get behind me and <laughs> post hoc yeah. roll uh, advantage for those Elders Blasts, see if either of them is a crit. Oh,
1: I think, actually, I'm going to do, um, tell not to literally run and hide. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, But just, I guess, would the equivalent thereof be, like, you know, shield wall?
2: Yes. Uh,
1: Yeah.
0: And since the villagers come up next, you see that is exactly what happens. As you shout for the lines to brace, you see people step in front and boom, boom, like, shields fall down, other shields layer on top. Yeah. And they... They prep in position, and you see not just position to take the charge head-on, you see the ones in front lower their shields a little bit, like ramps, ready to, if any dumbass tries to run up and (laughs) leap onto the shield wall, they are ready to carry them back and flip them over the lines.
1: Like, into a spear, preferably. Yes.
0: Yeah, they've become a a human pookie pookie pit. Uh, (laughs) uh, You know what that is? Am I I, I, I idea what that Uh, is? Hold on. Are you trying to say porcupine? No, hold on. Pookie uh Pookie pit. I might I might be getting it wrong. What's
3: uh, What the nonsense? No, hold on.
0: Pookie is a Monster Hunter monster. Um I I am thinking uh I'm thinking of something. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Pungy. <laughs> I got it so wrong? Pungy stick, like a human a punji, punji pit. pit. Uh that's something that the Viet oh. do back in Vietnam. Oh. Ah. Yeah, wow. they would yeah, they would have they would have spike traps <laughs> smeared in feces oh my God. Uh, to like catch uh, soldiers and also disease them. Uh, so I meant to say punji stick. Very, di- very different thing from a pookie very pookie. Very different. Again is from Monster <laughs> Hunter. Um, mm. Sometimes you can tell that I'm a bit of a loser. Uh,
3: <laughs> what? No. You're, you're with the best people on the planet right now. God So, it much is
1: credit to everyone else so that's listening. That makes you cool by proxy. <laughs>
0: It is the villagers' turn, and being told to brace, they will stand tall and ready to attack as soon as uh, the martial guys come in a range uh, to do so. Uh, Hoon, is your turn, baby. It's my turn? Is that's
3: what I said? What? <laughs> How? Who's who's gonna hold an action? Because who who needs to be ready to see what the what the what the frig is the signal? Why? Is why did I do why? a voice?
0: Why is this voice? <laughs> I feel guilty for inspiring this
2: was that a trucker voice what, <laughs> like, no, guys, what, what action are you holding? what
3: action are you holding it's it's the it's the you know the action of being ready to cast a spell cool uh... <laughs> and visually what this looks like is like um hoon kind of gets up in the tree next to um Q and like does some like crazy scribing on the branch okay uh, yeah
1: prepares oh. to solve for
0: X. Yeah. He yes. Just
1: hits equals and just waits to hit the final. That's that's
0: it. At the end. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Q, It is your turn. This, this branch is a lot distance. closer to snapping now than it was a few
2: months ago. I will shift <laughs> no. to a different branch. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, be like who? Different branches, guy. Different branches. What? What do you want? Different. I just said. I will shift to a different branch uh, adjacent to it. Um, I want to have clear line of sight of at least one, if not both of the bards.
3: Easily doable. Definitely wanted to make that clear Um, to me
2: as
0: well. My bad.
2: Also, how, like, in terms of the lines, um, are the bards towards the center? Are they in the Uh, back?
0: They are split in a... It is... Okay. So the way that things are lined up, it is two consecutive semicircles, uh... With the ones in the front being the melee, as there are ten of them. And then the archers and bards are arrayed out in a semicircle behind them, uh, just interspersed. They are not doing uh, clear, like, whole lines this time. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are a lot more spread out. They are taking this far more seriously,
2: having seen a bad omen. Okay. Um, Is there any person that is, like... Kind of split off from everyone else in this like everyone's separated right so far are there people that if i were to take a shot at and immediately kill would they not know it was me in this absolutely. chaos
0: absolutely uh Great. there are generally near the center of the semicircle uh, mm-hmm. are the ones who are like lagging the most behind and are just furthest out of line of sight of most of the rest of their peers so you could d- hit the exact center and, um, like, start dropping them like flies. It would mean that for now you'd be hitting archers uh, instead of the bards because the bards are a bit more splayed out to either end. There's one on got it. Screen.
2: Then, having my eyes glued on Alistair this whole time and having seen Alistair injure one desperately, I think I'll try to pick that specific archer off. Got it. take an attack roll, all right. Uh, I'm hidden, so that would count as advantage, but that gets negated. Um uh, no, it only affects oh skill no checks. that's skill checks. yes, yeah. okay. So that's actually advantage. Uh, okay, so that's gonna be 14 plus 620. What is the minimum amount of damage you can roll? Uh, four... six, I believe?
0: Okay, then we don't have to roll this. Uh, that's that's enough (laughs) to lay this archer low. Uh, as you pick your target and just assassinate, and you see a guy drop into the grass and no one even notices.
2: Uh, I'll just kinda shift again. Um, that was my action. I bonus action. I think I will. Um, I think my stuff is currently maintained. You don't have to hide. I, yes, I don't have to hide. So I think what I'm going to do is I I'll try to like um, I'll use insightful fighting, mm-hmm. just in case my cover is blown, and I will specifically have insight on um, I I think on a bard. I think I'll pick the one with the bagpipes uh, and just make a uh, contested insight versus deception.
0: Got it. Okay, go ahead and roll.
2: Uh, and what, okay, it would have been an at twenty, but disadvantage um, turns it into a twenty-two. Yeah, that. Yeah. So I I have permanent sneak attack on that target.
0: Yes, you do. All uh, right. That will be it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. Uh, I forgot to ask at the end of Hoon's turn, either of you issuing a command?
2: Um, I don't know if we can.
3: Honestly, <laughs> not. Hoon, No, he feels like it's it's not possible. Okay. You know, yeah, and then...
2: I, I, I don't think... It, I just don't think it makes sense for us to do it.
3: Alright. Yeah. And then it's also... Um, hey, hey, Q! Uh, remind me not to get on your
2: bad side! God! Uh, <laughs> uh, I... Who, I wouldn't shoot you, dude. <laughs>
3: There's like no response. Okay.
0: Wow. Uh, after the <laughs> just, heartfelt apology Q, earlier...
2: Q was just like... Ah, I'm regretting this. <laughs> and just in his mind, the deep apology from earlier... Um, Ratson is currently in the field trying to heal people. Just uh, all right.
0: Yeah, field medic, field <laughs> medic, Ratson. Uh, yeah. We move, we, arc, <laughs> we move to Lucky and We did it in the first arc. It
2: counts. We
0: move to Lucky and Ratson's turn, and we will we will cut very quickly to one of the guys who uh, was was toppled over and accidentally landed on a spear uh, when the the bard's uh, m- like spell hit, uh, and he's just kind of like leaning against the side of a building, panting. Uh, and Lucky and Ratson walk up, uh, and we see Lucky walk up and take the spear and just pull it out, uh, and Ratson walks up with a very tiny first aid kit and just starts putting gauze on the wound. Uh, and we will cut back over yeah, to Ratsin, the Ratson
2: does get a 21 medicine check.
0: Great. <laughs> yeah. okay. Ratson stops this guy's bleeding fully. There's a yeah. little rat just tending his wound, and the guy's like,
2: oh shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, alright. He gives him a t- lollipop, but it's like so small because it's rat-sized. Yeah, oh, you know? The dude so t- it's, like- puts it in his mouth accidentally like, what <laughs> chokes on it.
0: Goes, he does the Heimlich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tiny this Heimlich.
1: Funny rat. <laughs>
0: he grabs his spear back from Lucky and the dude stands up and rejoins the fight. Awesome. Uh, and we will move to the lines of the melee fighters next. Uh, who will this go ahead, close, and immediately start a taking, attacks. Uh, taking attacks. They will have disadvantage on all of these. I realize I have to roll this many times. Okay. <laughs> I want to
3: add voices to these frontline fighters for the town. I'm going to do it. Tell me what they do. Uh,
1: this episode of the Forever DM is yeah, brought to yeah. you by.
3: <laughs> Chin scratching the DM,
0: you know? It's okay. um, totally Eli's worth mom. every second of it. Um, Why amazing. are we continuing this? <laughs> even with even with disadvantage, seven of the attacks land. Who of them, he Alistair, lies. will be against you?
1: Um, reaction cast shield.
0: They miss. Uh, they immediately miss. <laughs> wow. uh, so you see five of the attacks land against the villagers. They rolled incredibly well and you are realizing now this initiative is going very differently right the yeah. for the last time you did this you guys had the jump because their bards were out you were able mm-hmm. to break their lines beforehand this time it is a lot more desperate it is a lot more guerrilla uh like there is a lot more ambush tactics and like very desperate fighting going on here
2: uh right lads see- watch it here they come oh. <laughs> voicing npcs for us no (laughs) that one
0: dies that guy dies immediately uh
2: that guy says watch it lads here they come
0: uh and one of the raiders reaches under his shield drags him out and he's gone uh (laughs) and you see uh a lot of the attacks start to land into the shield and the idea was to toss them over and like flip these guys and instead the raiders run up stomp on the edge of the shields and like slide them forward using the shields to push back the lines uh, and are, like, hammering in and taking, like, knocking people out of the fighting. Uh, and you can see the villagers are not doing great. Uh, Give them hell! Ah! That guy dies too. Um, <laughs> no!
4: John!
0: Fighting. Yeah, that guy's fine.
4: Um, <laughs> oh, I'm okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Next up will be the archers, and they are every single one of the remaining seven Going for Pella. Uh,
2: Are they within range? Yes. Oh boy. Hopefully, Avra being there will influence something.
1: I give some kind of like.
2: When would I have been able to
1: give a signal to these folks? To, to my. You could just controller? say
2: something out loud if you wanted to. Yeah, just. Yeah, I'll say it any time.
1: Yeah, like, can I before these archers do their thing? Just check. Yeah. Like, any fucking time now.
0: Yeah, who's the only one with a ready action? So who, right yeah. before these archers shoot. What you going to do, baby? Who, I'm pretty hey,
2: cool sure voice. that was the signal. <laughs> oh, shit. All right.
0: Uh, so the ruins that were inscribed on the tree
3: branch instantly glow up, and then they expand out from beneath his feet, and then they're displayed on this map of the battlefield that just instantly forms, and it's this 3D representation of everything that's happening, and... What happens next is wild because he specifically like starts doing all these crazy mathematical signals and, and scribbles and it creates this perfect arc as he like manually inputs the trajectory of this fireball right to where these archers need to be. Not where they are now, but where they will be. And he
0: lets go of his massive third-level third fireball. Crazy to properly calculate... Uh, crazy to properly calculate a horizontal trajectory... Through a vertical top-down map, uh, an insane like an insane level of difficulty Hoon has added to this calculation, and still it works. Uh, go ahead. Uh, it's a deck saving throw, right?
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a DC fourteen.
0: I will say that you can get three of them. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage. All right. That's a that's a, that's a respectable twenty-two. The respectable twenty-two. Great. Uh, let me go ahead and write that down. None of them die from it. Uh, you can see this fireball blasts out and two of the archers fail the deck save uh, and are like laid low into the grass Uh, and I'll just go ahead and roll disadvantage on their attacks because of it Uh, wow they rolled better on the disadvantage Uh, one of them succeeds and is just slightly far ahead enough to just be scorched in the back takes 11 points of damage instead Uh, and still five of these shots fire out your disruption was enough to take out two of the archers from their shots but five of them ring out. Two of them thud into rooftops, and you see three of them are about to hit Pella before Avra doesn't even cast a spell, just steps in front, uh, like a tiny little kobold body in front of this half-elven girl who is like one and a half times taller than her, just steps in front of her and just waves a hand, and with a blast of wind, these three arrows just boom, get knocked to the side and spiral off into the distance. Uh- Mm-hmm. He just I lands like a one. random dude. Yeah. Just, ah! Yeah, like <laughs> the, the dude who just stood up with the spear. Like he stands up with the spear and he thanks Lucky and then immediately ah, another arrow right into the same spot. Ratson just gets back to work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you will see now. Uh, we will go ahead and. Ooh. Ooh, the Chris's roll very poorly. Uh, and you see from behind rooftops, the Chris's knock arrows and fire out having located the bards through noise. Uh, like just by audio alone have located one of them and you see the arrows fly out and they don't hit the bard, but you see they fly towards the one with the bagpipes and the arrows right into the pipes and the bagpipes just slowly deflate and stop making noise. (laughs) And the bard just goes and throws it to the side and pulls out. Of all things, he pulls out a little triangle. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, what's this? So
0: I was like, what's the dumbest instrument? Uh, what's the dumbest <laughs> instrument for them to have in this moment? As uh, a kazoo. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> the slide. That's the, other-
0: that's the other. one. If the horn goes down. Okay. Um,
2: got it. But you can Is see this guy pulls out a little? a little
0: triangle, and now you can just hear kind of echoing through the battlefield. ding 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 ding. Uh. But uh, the Chris's missed their shot. Uh, Starts playing Avra. through the fire and flames on the triangle. Brilliant. Uh, Avra is going to... The two that you blasted with the fireball, Hoon, as Avra steps in front and knocks the arrows aside, she will, with her other hand, reach towards the clouds and just pull the arm down, and you see a bolt of lightning just sunder the earth. Uh, and the two archers who were most grievously wounded by your fireball don't stand back up.
1: Well, hot uh, damn. We'll say, if... You know, just as a reminder, the the inspiration can also be used on spell damage.
0: Duly noted. Uh, In this point, it was not needed. Uh, Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I had a hunch, but just in case.
0: Yeah. Uh, So that will bring us back to the top of initiative once more with the bards. The lines are now closed. They are not, I would say they are not blasting as heavily into the front lines for fear of hitting their teammates. That would be a lie. (laughs) Um this point though they are not going to blast as openly uh alistair go ahead and make another con another two constitution saving throws
3: this is uh one of the frontline fighters
1: god i got a bad feeling about this that guy does god damn <laughs> it I'm just that <laughs> that's uh that's a 13 on the first one and mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna roll a d4
2: oh no oh, no
1: Wait, if you're deafened
2: that might work in your favor oh wow
1: that's true
2: uh hold on hold on notes
1: uh i am deafened
2: oh <laughs> oh my god
1: for one, for one minute
0: are oh. you
2: are you immune to thunder damage when you're deafened am i right when i i'm thinking of this that sounds right
0: i can see tom just shaking their head
2: just uh? <laughs> yeah uh some small uh, research required yeah nope doesn't say anything, no.
1: Doesn't say anything about it, no.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh <laughs> oh, great. Uh, so, I will be kind and make some play with the deafened here and say that you take half damage from this. Uh, okay. You take eight points of thunder damage. Okay. Uh, and the lines buckle uh, as the ground beneath you seems to soften and the feet beneath the villagers as they catch the full frontal charge seems to sink into the earth uh, and the lines just sunder that little bit more Uh, so that will bring us now to Alistair's turn
1: Uh, Okay, Um, folks behind like 10 foot radius how many folks around me
0: Uh, oh from the melee guys like from the enemies or allies
1: just total within a 10 foot radius of myself
0: Uh, well you have most of the villagers are within 10 feet of you Uh, their entire front line is basically right there uh, and then you also have all of the uh, front line of the Raiders.
1: Okay. Um, and there's no way unless I kind of wade out into danger to hit just these folks. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is only, this is our chance. We don't get another round of this.
0: You don't get another um, one.
1: So you know what? I'm going to first give the command, scare them off.
0: Okay. Go ahead and make your charisma uh, attack roll.
1: Uh, plus, Natty nineteen. Uh, <laughs>
0: <So> <laughs> which 26. unit are you target? are you targeting? Um the front line, the archers, the birds, the birds? The birds. Not the, you not can the bar- birds.
1: Tar- I think well I mean the front lines are here. I mean that would make the most sense, but also like the bards need to stop barding. Uh, well, we have
2: an entire round until they go again at least.
1: Yeah, no, but that AoE damage is rough. Uh, Yes it is. So yeah. Um I think he would... I think he would actually probably target the front lines.
0: Okay. Okay, so they will go ahead and roll. They rolled quite well. Uh, You see, though, I will say, it is an inspiring moment because just as the ground seems to soften beneath you and the shields start to buckle another wave of hands presses out from the dirt, and you Alistair see this, and so do the villagers as the shield wall is reinforced by the ghost of villagers past who start helping their living brethren up, pushing the shield wall out out of the quicksand and they are not able to scare back the melee fighters, but they are able to reinforce your lines and start buffeting back. It is at least not a slaughter.
1: Right. Um...
0: I you can see, that. uh, you turn your head for a moment and you see Sam and the girls are, are off in an alleyway going like, no, Tracy, you go there, you're the leg, you're the leg, come on!
1: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be able to hear regardless, but you I can rehearse this. see them and I can see That's them why
2: parking. you're deafened. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> I'm just so focused in on listening to their conversation. Trying to catch yeah. a little <laughs> bit
2: more gossip.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, I'm Jesus. not giving you another Okay, detail. so that was my command phase. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the same trepidation
3: well that Hoon saw on the first visual of the troops.
1: Uh, so, okay, so you know what? Is there a way that I would be able to kind of get, in some semblance, far enough away to not hit the villagers within mm. a 10 foot radius, just mm. by
0: kind of sticking within
1: threatened areas?
0: Mm, no, <laughs> I, I gotta, I, I gotta take that, not without disturbing yeah. the villagers' a shield wall, right? Right. Okay. That's that's the biggest thing I'm thinking of at this point is that like right. you would have to push through and disturb the lines to do it.
1: Okay. So then let's see. I think saving those. I am going to, and none of these melee folks look at all hurt. No. Okay. I'm going to then and is the leader visible
0: yes she is she's right at the front
1: okay i'm she's within melee range
0: absolutely she is
1: okay um she's getting hexblade cursed great um she's getting hexblade cursed and i'm going to swing out with the
0: crackable all right go ahead and make some attack roll or just one attack roll
1: yep natty 19 that's a crit
0: Yes. Oh, Go ahead and roll double damage, including the fact that there's the two d six from the scimitar is normal, four uh, d six from the doubled lightning damage from the scimitar, and then two d six necrotic from uh, Hexblade's Curse.
1: Hexblade's Curse actually just does um, flat damage; it's not direct. Oh, really? It's hex. That oh. does... Okay.
0: So just sixty six then.
1: Just sixty six. Yeah, uh, on a melee attack. Sixty six plus ten. You wouldn't uh... happen to have
0: Eldritch Smite, would you?
1: I don't. Oh, Not high shame. enough level yet. shame that. Coming
0: soon. World. Uh. Look, as much as I'm uh, the DM was... and am the villains in this moment, I'm also still just a goof, and I love the. I love rolling big numbers. Big numbers uh, make
2: brain go wee.
0: Yep. Yeah. No, I survived the 1974 uh, fireball. <laughs> total of twenty nine. Boy, <laughs> aha. Uh, yeah, you. You're like. Damn, I'm sad that I can't frighten these people. Stab, and you, like, drive the the scimitar directly into the sternum of the captain, and you see, like, blood cascades from her mouth as you drive it in, and you see sparks start to erupt around it, searing the area around her stomach. Uh, And she is just drooling blood.
1: Right. I wish I could hear her screams. Uh...
0: She does not scream. (laughs)
1: Huh. Oh, uh, that's what I got. Yeah, um, that's what I got. All right. The right. bards will probably kill me next turn. It's, uh...
0: So next up in initiative is the villagers. Uh, they are just going. They're just gonna stab. They're just gonna stab. They're gonna make really? some stab attacks. Do it! Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how well this lines up. Uh, okay. They rolled surprisingly well. Uh, you see the lines start to push back, and little bits of like spears start to ram out uh, and poke at the front line, and they don't drop anyone. Instead, you can see that minuscule bits of damage are being done to everyone in the front line, softening them up as they remain hmm. engaged. Right! Together!
2: <laughs> that guy does. Uh... Eli, stop! <laughs> You're killing so many villagers.
1: What? So many of them!
2: <laughs> Next up in
3: initiative, Hoon, is your turn. Hoon uh, is going to look for one of the two bards. Uh, very visible.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, they're they're going to add to this visual of this 3D mapped battlefield, and uh, behind him is going to be this like spectral cannon of like a 105 mm and it's okay. going to Sick. just shoot out another third level fireball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> On the one bard. Right. Oh yeah. Are there any people uh, around him?
0: Uh, you can catch. So. An- you can catch another archer with this.
2: All right. Cool. <laughs>
0: God.
3: All right. Let's see. Oh Jesus. Um that's going to be a 32.
0: Ooh. A 32 points of damage. Jeez. That's a, a a fireball
3: explosion 105 millimeter hell.
0: <laughs> uh you see the both of them which bard was this? Was this was this the horn or was this the triangle? Oh, this Vuvuzela was definitely the horn. Okay. Like the Vuvuzela
1: this just... <laughs> horn. Like fucking... So
0: you cast this fireball And it flies through the air, and there is a moment where the bard turns just in time to see it, and before impact, turns the horn, catches the fireball into the horn, and you see a gout of fire blast out on the side of his face uh, and sear him. He succeeds his deck saving throw, and so does the archer, but you can see the damage is mitigated as he uses his own casting instrument uh, to just uh, make the explosion radius a lot smaller than it otherwise would have been, and instead looks like a burning hand billowing out behind him, uh, but they do still both take damage. It was 32 points, you said, yeah? Y- y- you're home. Okay. The fireball looked like a shell from a 105mm, just for visual yeah. pleasure. It's an artillery shell flies into a horn and then just a gout of fire comes out the other side. Uh, and we move next. Do you take a command at the end of your turn or at um, any point on your turn?
3: Yeah, isn't there the one where I use like a charisma attack? That's, where been, they...
0: that's been used. That's uh, been used. Oh yeah, con okay. like one, yeah. right?
3: Yes, there's is there still is the, yeah. the fight back. The uh, fight back. I mean, Hoon isn't exactly in the con department, but we're gonna we're gonna do it just for the shits and giggles.
0: So at this point, the front lines have taken some not insignificant damage. Uh, they will be doing one d eight worth of damage for every four you roll on your attack roll. Mm, okay, that's better so than nothing. Yeah, make what, what, a constitu- Make a roll a d twenty. Add your constitution and your proficiency bonus.
3: Okay, and then um, what's the actual command call? Just that's called fight back. Right. Well, I guess it's time that everyone just needs to fight back. Oh and, shit. <laughs> um, all right. That's going to be. Where's the prof bone? There we go. All right. So that's that's going to be a. It's going to be a 19. Ni-
0: 19. Wait, pause. 21. Mm. I did okay. math wrong. That is different. Wow. Go ahead and roll 5d8 damage. Well, oh, all right. We'll do that. <laughs>
1: Let's see.
0: Well done. Hoon. Yeah. All right. That's a solid halfway 15. 15 damage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, You can see. One of the front line guys uh, is, like, as you shout out fight back, you hear, it's kind of quiet, and it's a little difficult to hear you because of the, the distance, because of the noise from the bards, but you see one dude catches you and just goes,
2: yeah, uh, and stabs <laughs> it's the, out. <laughs> it's the same guy who, um, uh, too early on in Alistair's speech, started cheering at yeah. the radio. <laughs> the yeah. really enthusiastic yeah, dude you on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he goes yeah uh, and just stabs out and you see he catches one of the raiders in the throat and just like tosses him to the side and you see the body just slumps to the street and does not stand back up uh, and you can see that now like with the ghosts reinforcing this front line and they're actually starting to fight back and deal some damage this was not a bad like this was a very bad clash of lines but the villagers are still standing and they are still holding fast to protect their town. Q. It is your turn.
2: All right. Um, how I guess at this point, Q would be trying to get closer and closer, like branch to branch mm-hmm. um, to try to be like more overhead of the general happenings rather than further back. Okay. Uh, I don't know movement wise, how far distance wise you want to put me. Um, but my stealth is still active, correct?
0: Yes. Yeah, you are still hit him.
2: Okay. How far would I be if I use like, my movement, um, and my previous movement, I guess, uh, from last turn, having moved forward, um, would I be from the bard that was just hit by the fireball?
0: You would definitely be close enough uh, to do whatever you wanted to do.
2: All right. Um, then as the fireball comes in, uh flavor wise i want it so as he like uses the horn to catch it and it goes off to the side mm-hmm. immediately following the fireball is a dagger uh right going right towards his head go ahead and make that attack roll
0: 20 non natural go ahead and roll your damage 15 piercing
2: damage in
0: mm. perfect time with hoon's fireball you throw this dagger just so so that the dagger is hidden behind the fireball as it flies The fireball, the shell, lands into the horn, blasts out, searing the face of the bard. And just as that, like, chaos is ensuing, so that no one sees and your stealth remains unbroken, the dagger slams into the eye of the bard, and he drops, his face seared on one side, and it looks entirely like he has died as a result of the fireball. You are still stealth.
2: Fantastic. Uh, Bonus action, second attack, throw another dagger at the archer that was hit.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll that damage or roll that attack roll.
2: Uh, it's a crit. Okay, yeah. Don't uh, don't even roll. What does this look like? Um, basically, I I want him to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then snap his head, pull his bow back, and as he pulls his bow back, uh, the um the blade comes down and it hits him square in the eye as well in the eye that he was using to aim, uh, and he just kind of falls back.
0: You see your dagger comes in and right before impacting in his eye, your dagger severs the bowstring and the Ah. pent-up tension slashes across one eye, leaving a scar across (laughs) his face as your dagger embeds in the other. And this guy just drops and he's gone.
2: Uh, Fantastic. Um, I guess... Oh, I I guess I can use a order. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, You have run hide to give disadvantage on attacks against civvies. Uh, or civilians. Why did I say it like that? Uh, or uh, <laughs> behind me to get advantage on attack rolls, which...
2: Not necessary. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm going to, um, uh, would it break stealth? It would break stealth to give an order. It only makes sense. Um... I think
0: I would allow you to make a stealth check to try and maintain it as you gave one. Okay. Just because at this point you've been as yet unseen, I think it would not be remiss for a voice to just call out from somewhere and for no one for no one to know where it came from.
2: Uh, an 18 stealth? That would do it. Okay. Uh, then Q will, uh, just kind of shout out, Keep the lines steady, lads! We've almost got the stay! Uh, and just kind of, like, throw his voice a little bit so it goes off in different direction, but still hit the front lines.
0: You hear a, <laughs> as knees drop, and the shields once more brace, now with thrice as many hands to hold them in place. Uh, and <laughs> the lines do their best to hold.
2: Oh, uh, this is our line. This is our town. Stop that killing guy dies. Uh, No. Damn it. Damn it.
0: We move to the melee units. They're going to go ahead and make some attacks on the front lines uh, with disadvantage. So I'm going to go ahead and roll. This episode brought to you by me this time. What's up? Oh, <laughs> thanks, Evan. Yeah, no problem. I got you. Uh, we love spicy Evan. Wow. Not many of them hit this round. Only three Yay. of them hit. One of them's coming for you, Alistair. Okay. Uh,
1: uh mm-hmm. is it I'm guessing it's from uh Big Boss Lady?
0: Uh no, this is just from one of the random dudes.
1: Oh. I think instead of using Shield, mm-hmm. I'm gonna use another aspect of my um spirit whispers. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, as this attack you know, because Alistair is just deafened by the voices of um the Golden Girls. <laughs> uh you
0: know, Get in place, Nancy! Come on! I'm
1: <laughs> just like Alistair's Just go scream! Just come on! We all know Sam's the head, and use sudden cacophony <laughs> to uh, grant myself a plus three to it for a twenty-one. So I'm uh, forcing the sound of the, uh, them arguing into the ears of my attacker.
0: Seven women in unison scream out, "Oh!" oh uh, and you see this guy goes. <laughs> Uh it just starts like <laughs> freaking out uh <laughs> hearing the sound of bickering woman. Uh that attack misses you. You see the lines are hit and they take some more damage. Uh and you see you can take a moment to take an attack of opportunity because you can see the captain, having seen the shield's brace, steps onto them and starts running up them like a ramp.
1: Yeah, no, she's uh uh she's she's gonna go down this time. I'm swinging out with the crackle bolt.
0: Go ahead and make that attack roll.
1: Uh... Okay, fifteen plus 8, 23. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> I heard uh, you say fifteen, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> uh, okay. Don't forget that extra
2: d six. Yep, I got three d six.
1: Fantastic. Uh, plus eight. Oh actually. my god,
2: fifteen. Fifteen A points of damage. damage. Okay.
0: Not bad. One, uh, two four. Yeah, you lance out. <laughs> you catch her in the side, and she just keeps running up the shields. She- Across the shield, and you see she reaches the end of the shield wall where there's just a bunch of like guys with spears in the back, and she kicks off the head of one dude, sending him slumping. And you see she flips through the air, pulling her sword out, (laughs) aiming directly to cut down into Avra. Uh, we know that's a bad decision, she does not. Uh, (laughs) nope, (laughs) yeah, she just
1: watches, she's got this. Uh. Yeah, (laughs) she goes
0: down to cut into Avra, and to the average onlooker it looks like this small kobold is about to get split in half until you hear, (laughs) echoing out from one side of the town, LEAVE MY MOM! And you see a lightning bolt crack into the chest of this bandit captain. Uh, And she is slammed into a wall uh, as a giant blast of lightning. Uh, And Alistair, you being the only one in the position to see this, turn your head and you see... Small, greasy hair fluttering in the wind behind him. Scales having raced up one arm and around his neck like a high collar. Oblis sprints into town uh, and just stands (laughs) at Avra's side. Uh, And you can see the bandit captain takes some damage from this. I'm going to go ahead and roll uh, how much damage from (laughs) this is. Uh, But he is here. Uh, Oh, no. You see this lightning bolt fires out as Oblis shouts, Get away from my mom! And catches the bandit captain in the chest, being surprised, she automatically fails, gets blasted into the side of a building, and you see a crater of red appear behind her. Oh. And she just slumps <laughs> oh. to the ground and does not stand back up.
1: Oh, oh my God. but hold no, that's this is hold on. This is a net neutral. This is bad that he's here, it's good that she's dead.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how
2: it works. That is, yeah, that is how it works.
0: Uh, and you see as that happens the archers go, and four of them yep. knock their bows, yep. pointed directly at Alfr, uh, at Ob- uh, and They're going to go nope. ahead and make some attack rolls.
2: Mm-hmm. Is that disadvantage because of? Uh... Oh no, it's not.
3: Does anyone uh, have a reaction?
2: <laughs> um, I got one. Whoa! What
1: was that? <laughs> I, in some capacity, because mm-hmm. I mean. So I can at least cast shield, but I can cast it only on myself. Like, is there any way that I can position myself in such a way to try and catch some of this? Uh, they. Or at hmm. least a way that I can attempt to project the shield forward. Is something.
0: Make an arcana check for me. Okay. Do it. Uh,
1: 15 total. 15?
0: I will say you can put the shield above you in the air. It will not add right. a full plus five, but it will add something.
1: Yeah, I'll do that. Um, I'll spend the spell
0: slot, yep. You see that go out, and you see Oblass and Avra immediately as they see the arrows coming. Oblas casts shield in front of himself. Avra casts a massive shield that you see covers the <laughs> entire roadway. <laughs> and one arrow like the one arrow pings off of your shield and the other three fly over. Two of them bounce off of Avra's and one punches through into Oblus's shield and holds there for a moment and you see Gust as that shield starts to crack and snap another figure stands in front of him and holding the holding the vase uh, <laughs> holding the vase you see Taka stands in front of Abla uh, and, and goes kid what the fuck and pulls a string on the inside of the vase and you see it unfolds like a flower into four fan blades and just starts oh my. to fucking spin Uh crazy Uh, cause there were more characters hidden in this town. Uh, (laughs) and you see as Oblis' shield snaps, uh, take a, dances in front of him, takes the blow, uh, from a critical hit. And you can see like it pierces into her shoulder and she goes, uh, as she is knocked back, but fully takes the blow for Oblis, shoves the kid out of the way and just starts
2: like pulling him out of town. Wow. Ratson catches up with him and has a seventeen medicine check.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it is. Yeah, uh, Ratson <laughs> catches up to uh, to Taka and jumps up, and you can see as like as Lucky and uh, Ratson get close, like the the blades of the pot start stop spinning uh, and just kind of stay there, like this four ceramic like ed- four ceramic pointed cross on her arm. Uh, it only has like that spin from the initial pull. And, like, Lucky pulls up. Same routine. Just pulls out the arrow, and Ratson starts dabbing galls at the wound. Uh, and a goes, what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> Ratson holds up his medical degree. <laughs> and ju- I don't know anymore. And just starts limping away. Uh, there were more characters in this town, and I wanted... To- yeah. Uh, I don't need to explain myself further. I do what I want. Yeah, uh, stop. Yeah, so... In that moment, you see, going back to the top of initiative, now Rial, having been there we thundering...
1: There yeah, where the fuck is our cavalry?
0: <laughs> having been thundering across the plains, uh, like, around the edge, was not close enough to close for melee on turn one, oh. but now you can see the lance levels and he slams into the bard, and I'm gonna go ahead and roll an attack roll for him. Uh, the lance slams into the bard, and you can see, uh, right out of right out of uh, like a a jousting tournament the the lance slams into the bard catches him on the arm and like you see tears his arm open and then the point pushes through the triangle and Rial just runs away with the triangle dangling around his lance (laughs) and the bard is once again uh, de-instrumented the Chris's are gonna (laughs) go ahead and take their shots and you can see as that happens he turns and goes into his pocket and starts to pull out a kazoo uh-huh. and the moment before he can blow on it an arrow punches through his nose pinning oh. his nostrils shut and another through, the, through his cheeks oh, and geez. he just unable to eject air from his body falls to the ground dead oh, uh, as the chrises have finished him off my face was slain uh, and Avra is next so next up in initiative uh, would be Avra because we're doing all the, like, the villages and then everybody else. Uh, right. and so we have, uh, Avra blasts down a, another lightning bolt, and you can see, finishes off one of the archers who is already damaged, uh, and does a little bit of damage to another. That's it. Uh, that's most of what she's doing. She's calling lightning and making sure to keep the defenses up, uh, for, uh, for Pella, mostly. Mm. Uh, though now Obelis is being, she, 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 she's a little distracted now. Uh, Under, we, yeah, understandable. We will move back to the top of initiative. The bards should go, but they're dead. So, Yay. Alistair, it's your turn on <laughs> in initiative. You're right. Um, the tables are starting to turn.
1: So I'm actually going to issue the command, just um, scare them off. Okay. Just off the head. Just like, um, yeah, I'm running out of words.
0: Uh. <laughs> all right. Yeah, go ahead and roll.
1: Just, all right. Total of an eight. Uh. Yeah. yeah.
0: Unfortunately, that will not do it for any of them. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it was... You can see Sam and the girls get back out. Like, they get out there and are swinging around Voltron style. They have, like, clambered over one of the buildings and are behind the lines. But now you can see what is happening is a lot of the raiders in the front, as Sam and the girls are swinging, are holstering the hoggling scales over their back. And, the, like, the... the the post-menopausal brunch women's uh, Voltron's blows <laughs> are just thudding off of the like the Nidhoggling scales are unable to huh. penetrate. They're not... Like, it, it's not like right. magically unable to penetrate. They're just oh, okay. like... Hunt- yeah, it's it's yeah. just they're not able to do anything because uh, okay. they were not expecting this kind of resistance. Yeah. Uh, but it good. is your turn.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I will say, by the way, I have not, like, actually given you HP totals for the villagers. They are... Like, the villagers' front line is... Very, it is in very bad shape. Uh, they are at this point stretched to their limit. Uh, there, if you roll with the fight them off, uh, they will be doing one d eight for every five that you roll on the attack roll, which Yeesh. is as far as they can stretch. Like mm-hmm. their their lines are collapsing.
1: Uh, I just remembered I do actually heal some hit points back because the leader died is a Hexblade's Curse. Uh, nice, nice. Uh, so that opens up a. Uh... I'm gonna bonus action cast hex, I guess, on the nearest um, melee combatant.
0: All right. Uh, can pick. you move your Hexblade's Curse when the original target dies?
1: Uh, unless I have a incant
0: uh, Oh, thingy. is that the? Uh, yeah, that, the that's the hex, hex. spell.
1: Okay. Yeah, the invocation. So, but the hex spell, I can move as a bonus action. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to choose um, wisdom as the affected score, and All right. uh. I am going to just swing Crackle Bolt. Alright. Uh that hits, it's going
2: to be 4d6. Snap Crackle Bolt. 17 on the
1: die. Bolt. It's um, for a total of 25. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, six.
3: I'm staring at a product, and it's called Caddywack, and I'm just genuinely intrigued in what it is.
2: Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the update. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> plus five. That is
0: 17 total points of damage. Okay. Uh, seventeen. Yeah, you can see one of the dudes falls. One of them, uh, one more of the melee guys falls as you swing out your scimitar. Uh, there are seven remaining pressing against the front line.
1: Okay. Um, and I guess I'm not moving. Uh, all right. Well, unless it opened up enough of a bit that I can kind of push forward.
0: At this point, the the fighting is not so much a held line. Uh, right. A lot of the villagers have either fallen or have pulled back, and it is, the fighting here is now a lot more disparate and desperate. Uh, right. So there is no shield wall that you need to push through at this point. You can you can go ahead.
1: Okay, so then I'll just move uh, to a position where I have no folks within a uh, ten-foot, real you know, I have no allies within a ten-foot radius. Hmm. You know, sticking yeah. as much as I can within threatened areas.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's my turn. Alright. let uh, uh, Okay. So next up in initiative is the villagers, so we'll go ahead and have their attack. Not doing especially great, but you see the uh, the lines soften up a little bit more. Uh, uh, The tables are turning, and for better or for worse, this will likely be the last round. Uh, Poon, it is your turn in initiative.
3: Great. Um, uh, What's
0: the situation? What's in front of me? Uh, So the bards are gone. There's... Well, there would be three of the archers, but you can see one of them is running away frightened, so there are two of the archers who are still frightened, or who are still fighting, uh, and there are seven of the, uh, like, frontline marauders who are still clashing with the, uh, the villagers, but at this point, they are looking bloody and haggard, and almost every single one of them is near death. Got it. Okay,
3: so assuming that I was about 150 feet away casting this fireball the whole time, um, I'm going to take a dash action to... Get closer to anything. Okay, you're just
0: taking the dash action. That's your turn.
3: Well, that and then um, casting magic weapon at a second level on
0: my gun. <laughs> okay, so that that means no dashing. But yeah, you. Can oh, shoot. that's right.
3: Oh God, no, it's a bonus action. Oh, but then no, because I can.
0: Yeah, no, that works. Bonus yeah. actions
2: works too. Yeah, yeah.
0: I thought that was a. I thought that would was you not racket. be in
2: range to shoot them with your gun? Like, I no, I, to, I, I mean without a dash. I mean, the, it's not the, I what's, the,
0: what's the range on your gun
3: well on the rifle it says 80 to 240 feet
0: you could definitely fire with disadvantage
3: yeah alright um we're, we're we're gonna run closer and not actually we're just gonna do the dash because I want to remain out of focus
0: okay. of everything I mean attention's already been like people are aware of you they're just not actively attacking you because they think there are more pressing things
2: you um, you would also spot I think because Q goes pretty soon after you you'd spot Q like heading out like of his hiding place to start getting into the like lines of things so it wouldn't just be you popping off. All right,
3: um, yeah, with uh, with the knowledge of, of Q, you know, with a, with an apology, you know, and everything like that, Q, uh, Hoon is definitely gonna run forward, start blasting after casting magic weapon. All right, go ahead and make an attack roll with disadvantage. uh Huh? I can do that. Definitely
0: do that. No, we'll get um, copyrighted. Stop.
2: What? No, that was I don't was... even know what song that was.
3: That that Not wasn't really. a song. That was literally just me. Um, so I'm gonna copyright it. Weird oh. song name. Weird. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. And then I bet you don't even know for of their Oh, songs. that would have been a
2: nat twenty. That's unfortunate.
3: Yeah, it's very unfortunate. But um, that's gonna be a nineteen to hit.
2: That'll hit.
0: Who are you aiming at? One of the bards or one of the front or one, oh, of, the archers or one of the front line? Archer the bards dead. are not... Oh, that's not right. I, I
3: archers. 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 Yes. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 14. 14
0: points of damage? Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: plus,
2: plus magic weapon.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, that's right. That's right. And that does some amount of dismage.
0: Doesn't it just add one?
3: Uh, yeah. That's okay. exactly what it does.
0: So you deal 15, 15 points of damage to one of the archers as you blow a golf ball-sized hole in their thigh... Uh, oh, Jesus! And they just go ah, and, but they're still standing. Uh, any command you're going to issue on your turn?
3: Um, there's there's a couple left, right? Because we only use the
0: one. I just yeah. use the
1: frightened one. Yeah, So, yeah. There's um... yeah, you have
0: uh, behind me, uh, fight uh, behind me, fight back, uh, and run and hide, which are the disadvantage on attacks against the civvies. Uh Why do I keep saying that? Disadvantage on attacks against the townsfolk. Uh, advantage on your attacks, or make some attacks with the townsfolk.
3: We're, we're going to say fight back. Okay. That's so the charisma one?
0: Yeah, uh, no, it's the not constitution, constitution
3: one. Oh, okay. Oh, no. That's a nat one.
2: Uh, I keep uh, killing villagers, man. <laughs> you start yelling, uh, fight back, but you're going off. <laughs> no one can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's exactly
0: what happens. Yeah, You can see at this point, there are less than like there are maybe half a dozen villagers who are still like standing and fighting. Uh, mm. They do their best, but they are like, it is it is wicked. It is brutal, and uh, like it is not. It is not a hot result. It's uh, not. He was not pleased with this. Q, it is your turn.
2: Q would like to. Can Q spot the guy that had a knife to his blade earlier? Uh, one of the archers. Uh, you can see. Was it an archer? Uh, yeah, he was an archer. Okay.
0: Uh, You can see he is the one who, he is the one archer currently undamaged.
2: Wait, is he the one? Okay, so there's a different guy that put, like, a thing to his axe, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Q would like to drop from the trees, if, if possible, without falling damage, if you would allow Mm -hmm. me. Just kind of, just a cool ninja that. Uh, I will, I'll
0: offer you this. You can, if you take the falling damage, I'll add it to your attack.
2: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Q will do this um q will uh drop down i think i'm gonna use something i'm gonna use booming blade um okay Uh, so jumping down from the trees slams his magnifying glass up against his rapier (laughs) um spinning it in the air and then trying to land jamming it down on this guy uh that's gonna be uh, 20 no yeah 23 to hit that'll hit yeah all right um it's going to be... Uh, Where's this? Okay, D8, 2D8, and 2D6. Little person go run. Oh, oh! oh, Someone take this D8 away from me. <laughs> oh, take the D8 away from me. Someone what? take it away. What is okay. happening? Um, mm-hmm. So that's going to be 11, 17, 18 piercing damage. Okay. Damn. And 7 thunder damage. Oh!
0: So the lines are disparate. Things are not looking great. Whether you win or lose this fight, people have fallen. Things have been lost. This day started with a desperate run for freedom from Z. A forest torn in half by the sundering of something that should not be here. And off the coast, you can still hear the thrashing of the fight. And just as you hear a crunch that resounds throughout the world. Time slows for a moment as you drive your blade into the collarbone of this bastard who thought to stop you. Alistair, you are on the front lines fighting, dancing your way through combat. As blades swing on, on any end of you, Nidhoggling scale shields slam into your side as it is cold and brutal combat. Hoon, you are approaching as quick as you can with your gun firing from the hip blasting bullets out in a spray and alongside the pulse of magic that only you three feel as time in this place returns to normal. A rolling just crash of thunder fills the field as Q you drop this man from full to dead in a single blow. Drive your rapier into him. Pin him to the ground and just pull your sword back
2: out. As uh, Q pulls his rapier out holding it overhead he looks up. I assume I'm behind the front lines uh, because yes. I attacked the archer. And I'll call out to the villagers mm-hmm. get behind me. Uh, and my uh, tendrils will come back up, forming over my face again so that the marauders recognize who exactly they're dealing with. Go ahead and roll an intimidation check. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair calling out, What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just quickly message Alistair. <laughs> it's like, i'm intimidation check okay yeah uh this is gonna be a disadvantage
0: uh it's going to be at advantage and i'll tell you what or uh it'll standardize okay someone's giving you help
2: so i will neutralize it uh to the one and that's gonna be uh 16 a 16 i'm gonna roll
0: you see as you hold it aloft and call attention to yourself the raider's Bloodied and battered, all that remains of their lines is the front. And many of them are wounded, are bleeding, are falling. And they turn and see you, and remember what you said. If you see me again, it's bad... Like, what is it? What was it? It's bad luck? It'll be bad luck for you guys. Yeah, it'll be bad luck for you guys. Uh, (laughs) And they see you, and those words ring true. And their eyes drop. And they look up at you, and they hoist their weapons ready to charge at you. And a bolt of lightning falls from the heavens, coats your blade, and another crash of thunder as you just stand holding that pose. And immediately the raiders just go, fuck that. And (laughs) book it. (laughs) And they definitely get chased down or shot down. We don't need to play it out. As the raid disperses, and you see the aftermath of the battle. The first time you fought this, you got stomped, and things were bad. The next time you fought this, Things were not so bad. Things went quite well. This time, it was a disparate and bloody, sad struggle, and you can see that as you see many of the people, townsfolk, are on the ground, dead or slumped against buildings or each other, nursing wounds. It looks like some of them will survive. Some of them are grievous. Some of them are already gone. But you walk past, and you see Ablas and Avra are there, and Avra looks at you, just stunned in this moment, waiting for things to to loop again after being locked away so long there' she's scarcely able to believe it, and you see Atlas just kind of wraps a scaled arm around her waist and pulls her into a hug uh and you see Pella and Bren, both of them having survived, Bren leaps down from the rooftops, having been taking shots into the crowd and hugs his sister and they're both okay and Roland limps back a massive gash down the side of his thigh. He's just dragging a limp leg behind him.
2: It's a a 22 medicine check from (laughs) Ratson.
4: (laughs)
0: Ratson walks up, and with a couple little stitches you can see uh, Roland's foot starts to twitch, and he puts a little bit of pressure on it, and he hobbles over to his daughter. And you can see people are gone, people are past, but the town is alive. And in this moment, After a very Pyrrhic victory, the townspeople gather and take a moment just to appreciate what they still have. And as thunder rolls through the clouds overhead, for the first time since you've been here, no more lightning falls, and the loop does not begin anew. You know where the door is to get you out of here. Do you head right for it, or is there something else you want to do?
3: Hoon is going to, you know, take the the scene in, right? And then what he's also going to do, he's going to go over to that kid that he saw come into his own Bren. yes right fully in character not
0: not forgetting remembering the name (laughs) and um i
2: don't even think you got his name
0: (laughs) you can see he looks different the last time you saw this kid he was powerfully magical he had hit success after critical success this time there's a more serious turn to his face but he's alive and maybe, in a different way, he's learned a different lesson, and you can see there is strength in him now, and it's not the raw, powerful, magical strength that you saw last time this time you approach this kid, and there's a set to his shoulders there's a staunchness in his jaw. This kid is resolute, and he turns to you and he doesn 't know who you are
3: and uh who who you know he he recognizes the situation, but in doing so, he says, "Hey uh hey, hey kid um i you probably don't even know me or." I don't even know if you care about me, but just know that whenever you go out adventuring, there's, there's a meaning when it comes to taking a life. Just know that.
0: The kid just nods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see he's a little shell-shocked, and as he is, Pella puts an arm around his neck and, like, pulls his head into her underarm and just goes, Adventuring was always, would always be nice. You know, uh, I've always wanted to go east. I heard they have some great concert halls out there. So then, do it. Go,
3: go do something that you've never done before. Go do something to make something of yourself, because there's only there's only one chance that you got.
0: Bren looks up at you and and Pella as well, and you can see that they're both they're they're both holding it together barely, and they kind of just like simultaneously nod at you and hold each other close. Yeah, something new.
3: Hoon fully said that last line you know knowing that he was privy to seeing things loop over and over and over again and like it's it's come to his attention that he doesn't fully understand what the value of a life is just that there is value in a life and it's this very like understanding that there's progress being made in his thoughts it's just it's such a journey for him right now
2: uh i think q makes his way over to alistair alistair huh oh uh is it happening again? Oh, um.
1: No, I, I think I just. Just it's a <laughs> ringing at this point. Just give me a sec. Just give me like six more seconds. I think we'll be okay. Six. That's uh, a five, nice.
2: Four, three, two. One. Okay. Uh, oh, hear me?
1: Good. All right. Yes. Oh. Perfect. I'm clear.
2: Great. Uh, I. Do you still see them? The past? The time. The ones here just now. Do you do you see them? Are they still here? Or did they go?
1: Oh, sir. Kind of deep sighs and he pulls out his lyre and just begins to play like very slowly and kind of quietly begins to kind of pluck at some of the strings and kind of casually releases the necrotic shroud just to give shape and form to the recently departed just to give them the opportunity to to say their goodbyes essentially just they're still here he's just plucking out this very quiet and mournful tune but again death isn't the end it's just the next step
0: you see alistair souls rise from the dead townsfolk uh strewn across the the small choke point where the raiders were held some of them are young and fresh-faced some of them are into their middle ages with salt and pepper hair and as they come out you see uh, some of them change as they come out you see some of the older guys grow a little bit younger their their body sags a little bit less Their Musculature seems a bit more firm. The salt and pepper vanishes from their hair as it darkens. Some of the younger guys look a little bit older, their their beards grow more full, and they kind of their souls attain their ideal self as they are freed from the body. And as they kind of look around at each other in this this new place that they know but in this new way, you see Fenny walks up to kind of the center of them. Just goes, Alright, kids, come on to the barrows and just turns and starts leading the ghosts back home if i see
1: the leader of the bandit the raiders rather Mm -hmm. i would very much like nyara to have a word with her
0: (laughs) (laughs) what does have a word mean
1: (laughs) uh think of it as a containment and let um my ghostly patron have her way
0: (laughs) definitely (laughs) with this
1: errant soul
0: you see you uh-huh. do see the souls of the different raiders uh as the, uh, kind of walking around as they pass as well and they look different almost like almost like different colors on the color spectrum
3: uh-huh.
0: uh you can see these these ghosts are a little different as they believe in a different kind of afterlife right they uh, they don't think that you go to the barrows when you pass and so they're the things that they are seeing are different, right? Their souls are present but their world is different from what you might understand. And it's, you can tell this difference in looking at them and you can see that some of them are moving forward, believing themselves to be heading off to a, a place where the the souls of warriors rest and right as you see the captain begin to move you just hold out the scimitar and press it against her Ghostly neck, and what happens?
1: Oh no, 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 no! Not you, you, you have caused nothing but harm and nothing but trouble. You have caused nothing but suffering, and for that, I can only begin to pay that back.
0: And you see, nyara envelops this soul and takes it, and will do with it as you please. Nothing
1: really mechanically, just, just.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, just, <laughs> just fun. You are a warlock. This happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what'd you do? <laughs>
0: just yeah, no,
1: just let my 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 patron just have its due.
0: you guys have this moment in this quiet seeing and saying these goodbyes and you see at some point avra walks up to you obelis is just attached around her waist feet just dragging she does not seem to reconcile with the fact that he has openly called her mom uh and she just kind of looks at all of you and goes the last time the last time Um, you see tears start to fall from her eyes as she like actually fully grasps it now, and she falls to her knees and holds her son close.
3: Don't don't start crying, because uh, don't don't do that.
2: If not Q. now, then when? Q is already fully crying, and has been since the end of the fight.
1: <laughs> I think Alistair's trying to put on a brave face, not thank well. <laughs> but
2: she
0: says it out loud, not to any of you, but she just says, "Thank you, thank you,
2: thank you." Q cannot accept this thanks and just walks away
1: well i think puts his hand on her shoulder and just kind of nods and just all right lucky let's go uh
2: the little
0: chimp uh hops back onto your shoulder helmet obtained uh and is <laughs> ready to head out and you guys any last encounters any last interactions
2: uh, um, i did want to actually speak to alistair a little bit more um
1: i mean before doing so, like I would like to spend my last spell slot in my healing hands just kind of tending to the wounded that I can.
0: Absolutely. Um, you can see that there are some who... You go through, and knowing your magic, you don't tend to the lightly wounded. You tend to the most yeah. grievous, the ones where mundane medicine can't <laughs> And you mend innards, you put things back into places that I shall not describe. Uh, and just as you can feel your magic starting to tap, another hand joins yours, and you look up and you see grace. I can take it from if here.
1: I got them started, but uh, the rest is on them.
0: We'll D- do what we can. D-
3: D- DM? Yeah. Would you allow me to ritual cast Fireball? No. Why not?
0: It's <laughs> not a ritual spell. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> come on, you can't, you can't Try just... Try to
2: inspire but, the kids! <laughs>
0: you, can't just, you can't just let them... Come, come on. No. Come on. No. Please? No. Why Why not? No. It's fine. No. No, come on. You take four points of psychic damage. now. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs>
0: you you try and ritual cast a, a spell that does not have a ritual, uh and uh you feel one of your fingernails sizzle away you go oh. I'll take a few days to come back. Sorry, uh,
1: mate, I'm all tapped out of healing.
2: Uh Q and Alistair Um yeah. uh, I know you said that death is just the next part and it's not the end um i just i've been cut off from my feelings for i don't even know how long and um if i'm being honest with you um i feel like a lot of this is my fault um how would that be? if z had not taken over as he did we could have had a better plan and uh, a different loop and things could have been different and the battle could have gone as it did last night. But instead, um, instead, my presence killed many people today, and I don't know how to reckon with that.
1: On the same token, had you not been there, probably more people would...
2: I don't think that's true. If I had not been here, they, I don't know, it could have just been another one of us at the tree, and uh, someone who doesn't have their mortal enemies stuck in their own head, and things could have gone better and they didn't. So, uh, I don't know why I'm talking to you about this, but I feel like you have insight into how to deal with this kind of thing.
1: Somewhat. I can... From what it sounds like, I mean, it's kind of like when I'm speaking to Nayara, but, in, yeah, there are times where, granted, a large chunk of my ability is really just a direct tap to her. It's not exactly the same as having, uh, well, lack of terms, a slug stuck to my brainstem. It's... I empathize, though. I know what it's... I've seen what possession can do, and it's... thing is, it's not your fault. It's the other that was puppeting you. It may have looked like you, it might have sounded like you, but it was not the Quincy Q quandary what did all that.
2: I haven't been actively looking for a way to get rid of him. I need to change that when we get back. Thank you, Alistair. I... And I'm sorry again.
1: It's... Listen mate, again, you have nothing to apologize for. It's that fucking slug that does. Are you telling me? But I give you my word that I would do what I can to try and help.
2: Thank you. If there's something I can do for you in return, just know that you have a friend in me. Appreciate it. And it's yeah, it's not, but... you know, him, it's me. So yeah, just to be clear.
1: Yeah, no, I I can tell. <laughs> yeah.
0: You have a friend yeah. in me. The other friend in me. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll uh chuckles a
1: little bit just but yeah no we might want to get you know um let's get back yeah we should get back but you know because i think we have a certain turtle that might be able to do some help too Huh.
2: Oh, okay sounds good where's, where's Hoon? right um all right kids gather around no, together, around no. everybody.
0: No, uh, no, Grace no, runs no up to you and goes, "No, was, no, no, no! I was
3: <laughs> It's okay, It's okay. All right, I'm a trained professional. Okay, and I'm also great with mathematics. It's fine. Also, by the way, the kids ain't
0: here. <laughs> it's just Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Obles is here. Grace is here. The kids, no. Uh uh-uh. uh oh,
1: God, God, God! I, oh,
0: we just oh, start dragging
2: so, Hoon away. This is so much just,
1: unfinished business. It's all right, it, Hoon. I done, think they've Hoon. been properly
2: no! inspired. No, it's they fine. have not.
1: I wanted to cast, you know, Firebolt and,
3: and, and like, you know, give some kind of inspiration to them. So that way they'd like to attempt to blow shit up. That'll be great.
1: Right, right. <laughs> um, just cantrip light into the yeah. air. Just, just a little like, pew. Just there. Inspiration. Let's go. Uh, what? no, no. That's not, that's not the point.
3: You oh, start God.
0: To hear melancholic singing rising above the town. A lamentation for the gone. Uh, as, Pella sends them off with the best farewell she can muster. And whether by Avra and Obelis or just of its own accord, the clouds start to weep and rain falls from the sky. In this Pyrrhic victory, you guys, for the first time, open the door to the building that you came in from and walk inside rather than out. And you walk up the stairs and not down. And you see there, against the back wall of the attic, the door, still open, a gateway. And you walk through it. Was that there the whole time? And on the other side, you see oh, an insane scene. There are four different tables set up. Um, one of them is piled high with cakes and donuts. Uh, <laughs> one of them, it, uh, another one of them has drinks and, like, boxed coffee. Uh, another one has surgical tools. Uh, and you can see Natasha is on one side of it. Uh, just I am here waiting. to
1: tend to your wounded.
0: <laughs> uh, oh. Having having been asked by Yggdrasil to be present in case of the need for brain surgery. Uh, oh, hello, uh, Natasha.
2: Hello. It is good to be seeing your fellow. Oh. Brain surgery might actually be necessary.
0: <laughs> and you can see on the last table, uh, seemingly something else was here at some point, uh, but instead it seems just gear has been placed. Things that the uh, the Merryweather's and the and Ash have been working on in the meantime. And as you walk through, there is a moment where Yggdrasil is about to pop a party popper at seeing you guys come through victorious (laughs) and sees the looks on your faces and stops, just (laughs) presses the hands out. And you see people like the, the people present in the lab go silent and Yggdrasil simply walks up to each of you, taps you on the forehead once each, and a small laurel of leaves just grows around to decorate your forehead, a new brow as you walk back home.
3: Huh. Leaves were never really my forte. Huh. It's a message.
1: <laughs> it's just never gonna change, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will go ahead and end my arc for this, our first season of the Ooh, Forever DM. Ooh, damn. 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 Um, so Thank you all for joining us. I like a heavy ending, even if it's a wow. little off-theme. Uh, because we covered a lot of themes this time. What? Yeah. yeah. How do you guys enjoy it?
2: <laughs> uh, Fuck, I I feel different. The way Q feels different. I feel different. Yeah, like uh, honestly, yeah, yeah. That journey that was a journey of an arc. Evan, thank you so much for that. Yeah, in in a in a in a small little itty bitty town of all things, like right. Evan,
3: well fucking done, you beautiful Amazing. person. Hey,
0: <laughs> let's let's save the praise for when we're off the air. I don't want to bore the listeners. No, right. after.
2: No, <laughs> fuck you. You're amazing, you asshole. Right. Fuck you. Right. you. You gave can us, us me all you experiences. Want after this we've no. fine.
0: Yeah, Gorgeous, no. beautiful you. brain. Uh, you, all can, you can praise me when we're done here. For now, it has been a long episode. Oh, and yeah. I'm sure our listeners yeah. are content and tired. Uh, and so, to all of you who have stuck around this long, thank you for bearing with my heavy handedness. I have been your DM, Evan. It will be a pleasure to see you once again as a player.
2: Uh, what? I. This has been Quincy Q Clondry, Q Cube signing off. Hopefully, next time, uh, with a little bit closer of an idea of how to get rid of this worm in his brain.
3: And uh, this is this is Hoon, uh, Lieutenant Hoon uh, specifically. He um, you you can see him kind of like slowly starting to walk over towards Natasha and just like engaging in a worthwhile conversation. And that's where the camera just kind of like zooms out. It's some fun guys, <laughs> yeah. see, Natasha, just
1: a little off-put for a brief second because oh you were actually talking to me all right Uh, (laughs) 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 oh yes Uh, yeah (laughs) and uh yeah i've been uh alistair graves uh yeah going on a fucking character arc and a half Uh ah for
2: real (laughs) for everyone i think all of us yeah yeah
1: yeah. Not where I planned this character going, but I love natural development.
0: And before <laughs> we end off, I realized I forgot to say one thing. As the laurels grow around your head, Yggdrasil taps each of, uh, each of you who have a nidogling in your temple, at the temple, and you feel something happen in your ear. And uh, you just lose noise in one ear for a moment as you feel something is pulled free. Uh, they are small oh. enough to still pull free. Surgery is not necessary at this stage.
2: Oh, I want the dissect.
0: Them. Next time, next time.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh last also a little bow on top you gotta roll for the next dm evan oh oh yes. snap oh, yeah. oh dang okay i i so, was
1: part of the first round of this this is wild it's so pretty cool
0: <laughs> who wants one and two who wants three and four and who wants five and six can i, I get two. five and like four no uh okay no. <laughs> so uh cam called one and two <laughs>
1: I'll take three, four. Okay,
0: <laughs> all right. there we go. <laughs> that is a one. Yep. Right back to Cam. Uh, wow! Wow!
2: That- the whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Completely oh, rubber rubberbanding back. All right, it's like a boomerang. It's gonna go the opposite direction. We're gonna oh, go fly after me, and then Tom last.
3: Well, yeah, oh, and then man. I'll be the I'll
0: be the last one again. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no!
3: Let's not do that.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, Might have to come up right. some rules next time. <laughs> No, that's fine. See you all next time. See you later, everyone. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah.
2: Enjoy yourselves. Bye bye.
3: Peak underwear. God Ah. damn it.